Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. When we came up with a name, we were like, what sounds cool? And then our friend, um, his mom's maiden name was Paramore. And we were like, dang, that kind of sounds pretty cool. So we, we didn't like settle on it for a while. We played a couple shows and we were like, well... Remember that name Paramore? That was pretty cool. So we went back to that and stuck with it. 97X Icons from the 97X Archives. We got in a band to really make a difference in the world. Committed to 30 Seconds to Mars in a very, very deep way. One-on-one with the biggest names in alternative music. Episode 7, Paramore. Hey, it's Sam, and welcome to another episode of the 97X Icons Podcast. Today, we pulled an interview out of the 97X Vault from March 27th, 2008 with Paramore. Now, the band was at the Hard Rock Live in Orlando. They were about to play a sold-out show, but just three months before that, they played our show, 97X Next Big Thing, for the first time ever in 2007. And just to give you a little background, we were one of the first radio stations to really even get a hold of Paramore. The band came by the station April of 2007 and did a 97X green room for us. They performed Misery Business, which hadn't even been released yet, but we put it on YouTube. That performance went viral, got millions of views. So, of course, we played the song. We're still the all-time number one spinner of Misery Business and second all-time spinner of Paramore in the country. Yeah, kind of a big deal. Now, this interview was a collection of questions we gathered from our 97X fans. So throughout the interview, you'll hear me pop in to read those questions. But the band just passed around a mic and candidly answered. And it ended up being one of our favorite moments with Paramore ever. And this is how it went. Michael and Gibsonton asked, what's the best concert you've ever gone to? So Michael from Gibsonton. Uh, best concert I've ever been to? Well, there's two that tie it, I think. I saw Mute Math at City Hall in Nashville, and it was amazing. It was awesome. Most unbelievable show I've seen, I think. And it was pretty cheap light rig and everything, I think. And they designed it themselves, and it was just amazing. And then the second, or the one that ties it, is John Mayer at Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's my favorite. You weren't um, there. My favorite. My. <laughs> I made a different one. <coughs> Um, John Mayer, Madison Square Garden. No, John Mayer, Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Um, my, my favorite show that I've ever been to was um, Year of the Rabbit at uh, Exit Inn in Nashville. Wait, I know the date. August thirteenth, two thousand and four. Yeah, kids. Uh, I really wanted to see Corn as a kid, but um. My mom wouldn't let me. Uh, then Slipknot came in town. Couldn't go to that one. Uh, but I saw Incubus. I was pretty stinking good. I was actually really good. And I actually didn't really like them that much. And then I saw them and I was like, holy crap. They were really good. I was at this giant arena in Nashville. It was awesome. They had two drum kits and stuff. It was sweet. From Larry in Hernando Beach, if you weren't playing in a band, what would you be doing? Larry. 
From Hernando Beach. From Hernando Beach. Larry. What's up, my boy Larry? Um, I personally, if I wasn't in this band, would probably be going to high school and finishing that. And then probably trying to go to college so I can get a job after that. I would get a job at uh, professional toothpaste bottling. Just because. Just because. You've said that for a while. I'm starting to believe it. I'm serious. Colgate, I'm coming for you. If I wasn't in a band and I I couldn't do anything with music, which I'd probably I'd probably try to do something with music, but if it didn't work out, I'd just be a farmer. Mm. We live in Tennessee, so that wouldn't be that hard, but that'd be fun actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I guess if I wasn't in this band, I don't know. I'd I'd want to be involved with other bands somehow like just working with music and stuff but if i couldn't do music at all i would do something girly like aesthetics or cosmetology school or something fun like that toothpaste bottle that <laughs> to- was on my list but yeah. cigar roller yeah Ooh. that'd be cool that would be radical we should start that <laughs> robert in palm harbor how did you pick the band name paramore robert is zach's friend <laughs> So I'll let Zach talk to Robert. What's up, my boy Rob, to the Ert? Um, let me tell you this. When we came up with a name, we were like, what sounds cool? And then our friend, um, his mom's maiden name was Paramore. And we were like, dang, that kind of sounds pretty cool. So we, we didn't, like, settle on it for a while. We played a couple shows, and um, we were like, well, remember that name Paramore? That was pretty cool. So we went back to that and stuck with it. So that's our Fromm's, our Fromm's Frayden name. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty Our good. mom's maiden name. It, what does it mean? It flows off the tongue. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we also looked up, like, Haley looked up the meanings and just like different meanings, like secret lover or for love, and thought that was pretty sweet. A very concerned Anna in Dunedin here. I read that Paramore might be breaking up. Is that true? We're broken up right now. Look at us. Look at us. We're broken up. We're, we're broken up. We're a broken family. Anita? Uh, Anna. Anita, let me tell you something. He doesn't have a mic. Let me tell you something, <laughs> Anita. Um, we're not broken up. Is this on? We're not broken up. Everything's on. We're not breaking up either, are we? Everything's all fine. Everything will be over fine. Brianna De La Sala in Pinellas Park asked, Haley, when did you realize you could sing? Brianna De La Sala. I think you pronounced oh. it DeGiorno. <laughs> when I was around, I don't know, I've always loved singing since I was a little kid, but I didn't start like to take it seriously until I was probably around 11 years old, maybe 12. And um, yeah, I, that's, that's kind of around the time I met these guys. So... As soon as we started writing and everything, I, you know, I just that's when I kind of realized that I love to do it, and I thought I was all right at it, and um, yeah, that was it. From Michael in St. Pete, did you get the idea to tour with Jimmy Eat World after meeting them at 97X Next Big Thing Seven in December? Yeah, that's our show. I got the idea to tour with Jimmy Eat World when I heard them when I was 13 years old. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, the first yeah the first time we met him or played a show with him was, yeah in on the that radio show, and uh, I don't know I mean I guess we just 
Yeah, that was the first time we thought it might be like a possibility. Yeah. You know, we dreamed about touring with them ever since we were little. But Still thought it was a long shot. Yeah. But here we are, about to go on tour with them in three days. Woo, woo, well, they woo. just backed out and they were like, nope. Just kidding. Sorry. April Fool's. We'd cover all their songs. Just kidding. It's April 1st. April oh, 1st no. Beginning. We it's totally not happening, oh, is it? No. Do you guys we know? We're the only people that know. Shoot! Don't know. That don't know. <laughs> hey, we're going to show up. Let's not show up for 15 Ooh, minutes. Let's give them an April Fool's. April yeah, Fool's. We're, we're not April here. And we are. Jimmy Eat World. We're going to April Fool's you on April Fool's Day. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> From Sandra in Clearwater, what's the last good book you read? <gasps> the last good book I read was called Illuminated by a local writer in Franklin, Tennessee named Matt Bromley. Ooh, this is a juicy one. Robert in Tampa wanted to know, rumor is that Haley and Josh are an item. True or false? Robert, Robert. no. Robert, <laughs> Haley and Josh are not an item. Done. All right. Katie in Pinellas Park asked, favorite TV show? Family Guy and The Simpsons together. Yes. And The Office. In South Park and Freaks and Geeks. And Freaks John from Brandon. Who's the biggest celebrity crush you ever met? John Mayer? No, we met that guy the other day. What's his name? I met Adam Sandler the other week. Timbaland. Yeah, Timbaland's pretty awesome. This question shows the age of this interview. Joseph in Tampa wanted to know Haley versus Hannah Montana who wins in a fight. Is that even a question? Haley or Hannah? Look at that. Let me. Her name is Miley. Oh, I definitely think Miley would win. (laughs) Yeah, I think Miley's taller than you. And lastly, Mark in Clearwater. What do you think of Amy Winehouse winning your Grammy? Oh, was that our Grammy? We better go get that thing back then. I think she hid it in her hair. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck getting it out. I She's smuggling it into a jail right now. I don't think I want it. <laughs> As you can tell, they were just so much fun to be around again. That was Paramore from March 27th in 2008, right before a sold-out show, The Hard Rock Live in Orlando. Now, as they mentioned in the interview, a couple days later, they joined Jimmy Eat World on tour, then continued their riot tour throughout 2008. Since then, they've released three more albums, making a total of five studio albums. The band's lineup has changed over the years. Both Zach and Josh left the band. Then Zach ultimately returned to the band. Jeremy left the band in 2015. And in addition to that 2008 Best New Artist Grammy nomination, the one they talk about losing to Amy Winehouse, they've been nominated for three more Grammys. And in 2015, they won Best Rock Song with Ain't It Fun. Total, 23 singles, sold over 5 million albums worldwide. They returned to Tampa in 2017, celebrated their 10-year anniversary of Misery Business with us. 97X Next Big Thing, 17. They headlined day two of the show, 10 years after playing the show for the first time in 2007. And in early 2020, Haley released her first solo album. It was called Petals for Armor, had huge critical acclaim, but they also announced in May of 2020 that Paramore would be working on a sixth album, and they would be returning to their pop-punk roots. So really excited to see that. Paramore has been a staple of 97X for more than 10 years. And because of this, they are 97X Icons. 97X Icons is a presentation of 97X. Hosted by Sam. Edited by Anthony Minotti. 97X is a CXR station. 
Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.